Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 64, When Hard Things Happen with Terry Whiteman. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to episode 64. How in the world have I done 64 episodes of this podcast? I don't know. It's so weird. I do these kind of in kind of in chunks. So sometimes I go for a while without really even thinking about the podcast because it's it's in the can, as they say. I think that's the phrase. Anyway, um, it just does not feel like 64. It's crazy. So on today's 64th episode, I have my friend and colleague, Terry Whiteman here. And I asked Terry to be, um, to record this with me because she went through some stuff last spring and summer. So we were leading, um, it was the, it was near the middle end, something of the spring course of the little school of big change. And Terry, um, Terry had a job offer and I'd been kind of in this with her. I was serving as a reference for her and we'd been talking about kind of her opportunities and how things were going. And, and she got this job offer that was really kind of great. It was, it was ideal for her in many, many ways. It checked all these boxes. She was super excited about it. And, um, and then it fell through. And it's interesting because I, you know, I didn't, she didn't tell me right away. She, she'll talk about it in this episode that you'll hear in a minute, but she really kind of just went through some hard, hard times when this first fell apart, um, bigger and worse than I think she even would have thought would have been the case. Um, and so it was a few weeks later when she kind of came up for air enough to, to, to let me know what had happened. And even then it was like, just so you know, this happened and I'm not ready to talk about it yet, which is totally understandable. But it was interesting because I kind of had my eye on her and was knowing that she was going through this and saw little bits and pieces of what she was going through. And around that same time, we were we were leading the spring course and um, and there were a couple people in the school who had similar things, like just, you know, life happens. And, and they had like a big disappointment or a big shock or a big loss or something like that. And it was really interesting because I could, I could see how they were all going through it in their own way, but in remarkably similar ways. And and it just really kind of highlighted, oh, this is how it goes. Now, you'll hear me talk about this with Terry, but, and, and I don't mean to say like, this is actually how it goes, but there there is, it's like our our mind just kind of explodes when something like this happens. Our, our whole foundation feels like it's ripped from under us. Everything we thought, not just about the thing that that fell away, like Terry's job offer, but who we are in relation to that, how we think our life is going to go, what it all means. Our mind instantly goes to work just gluing this whole solid feeling thing together. So in the example of Terry you know, gluing together this whole solid identity of this is who I am and now this is the work I'm going to do and this is where I'm going to be doing it and this is how it's going to look and this is what it means about me. Now, Terry wasn't doing that. She didn't sit down and do that. She wasn't consciously thinking all that. But that's what a mind does is it it just 
forms this identity that feels so real and solid that we don't even realize half the time is being formed unless something falls away, unless unless it gets ripped from us or something changes or we have some kind of shock or whatever. So I saw that same thing happening with several people at the same time, and it was really kind of fascinating to watch and see, oh, yeah, so little mind has to get up and dust itself off. And that takes however long it takes. And there's so many phases and layers to that, you know, so many just pieces. But what the real reason I wanted Terry to come share this experience is that um, as we touched base on this, like throughout the summer, so months after this had happened, she was seeing some, some amazing stuff. You know, this, it's so cliche, but it, it was so true always. And it was for her that this, this huge disappointment became this giant opening for her to see how much attachment she had, how much she had, her mind, again, had put on this position that she didn't even know, like where all this insecurity was that she wasn't aware of until this happened. And again, I'm not talking about Terry, I'm talking about everyone. So she just happened to be insightful enough and really, you know, in this conversation enough that when when she kind of woke up from the days and the depression and all this that came around her disappointment, she started having some really big insights and and she could see right away how this this could be such an opening and such a gift because it was showing her things that she previously wasn't seeing all that clearly. So I love that. I think that's always happening. We don't always see it in our own lives, but hey, that's why we do things like have 64 episodes of a podcast where you get to hear other people's stories and hopefully recognize yourself and just the just the universal nature of how things work as you listen to others and hear what they've been through. So with that, enjoy this conversation with Terry. Hey, Terry, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, this one's been a long time coming and we've kind of talked about it and around it in various ways. Um, but just to set it up for people listening, uh, kind of the idea around this conversation that Terry and I are going to have um, back in March, April-ish, when I was doing a live course of the Little School of Big Change, um, the community was super active. And and there were people in our regular community was super active. And Right around that same time, and this happens often, which is interesting in itself, but there were like clusters of people going through really similar things. So, so there were things like someone, you know, just having a major breakup and where they thought, no, they're going to for sure be with this person for the rest of their life. And then suddenly and really shockingly, they weren't. And other major disappointments, you know, just this whole disappointment, like, like I thought it would go this way. And now I see I was wrong, you know? So, I mean, that's life, right? And it happens everywhere. But some something about that period of time, it was happening a lot. And it was really fascinating to get to watch how how that happens to humans. How we, we get attached to our ideas for things, how things are going to go, and then they don't go that way. And then just how life kind of moves us through. And Terry was part of the school um, as a helper at that time, and you were going through your own thing right around that same time, I think, right? Like April, mm-hmm. late April-ish. Um, so we're recording this in August, so it's a good four months uh, after the fact. But I remember seeing it in you too, and I remember thinking, oh, we should have a conversation to dig into that. So 
this might be a little vague. So maybe Tara, you can tell us a little bit about, um, yeah, like your big disappointment. Like what, what did that look like for you? Yeah. So it was around work. Um, and it was, um, kind of in my mind, like the perfect coming together of a lot of things that I've had out there for a a couple of years. And it was around the principles and, um, coaching slash counseling with the principles in a traditional uh, counseling setting. And, and um, so it just, you know, there was a lot in it in terms of, of like in my head of, oh, oh yeah. So everything's coming together beautifully. And, and, you know, I was super excited about this opportunity that I had. And, um, and it was like this all came to fruition right before I went to the conference out in LA, which was my first three P conference, and um, so I was really excited about that. And I just I don't know in my head I just felt like things were coming together for me. And then I came back to an email, and the whole thing fell apart. Like, and I won't go into it because it doesn't really matter. But the whole thing fell apart, and I was devastated. I mean, I like, I just, I mean, I, my initial reaction was just sobbing, to be honest with you. Like, I was just so devastated that, that this whole thing just crumbled before my eyes. And, and so the, like, kind of the journey I went on through that was so interesting. And I would say that it's, like the, it's like the, the first time something like this has happened that was just such a huge disappointment and something I later saw that there was so much of me in it. Like I was so attached to this, mm-hmm. who I was, was so attached to this. It's the first time th- anything like that's really happened since I've been in this conversation, which has been four or five years, I think. And so what was interesting about it was that um, I went through all the emotions. And I mean, I went, I feel like I like, I went down to that place, that place we all know that's very familiar to us. And if we don't know better, it feels like us where like all these old messages came up, you know, and all my, like every single for whatever reason, in my mind, this went into a category of failure, which is really interesting because that's not really what it was, but in my mind, that's where it went. And so all these times when I felt like failure in my life and just all these messages, you know, these, you know, you'll never, and you're always, and just, you know, I don't have to explain it to anybody, that dark place, right? We all go, that's so familiar to us. That feels real and like us. Like I went there. Um, and I went there for a, for a long time. Like I kept thinking, okay, you know, you'll just, like my mom, my mind wanted to, to manage the timeline of the whole thing. You know, like, okay, well, just let yourself be in this for a couple days and then, you know, you'll pop out. And, and so, you know, a couple days went by and a week went by and weeks went by and I was, still in it. And yet I wasn't, this is what was different. Like this is what really shifted for me is I wasn't trying 
to get out of it. Like I wasn't fighting it and trying to distract. Like, I, I don't know. I just, your last podcast, you, you know, you talked about that word relax. And when I listened to it, I'm like, yeah, like I feel like that's what I did is I just relaxed into it. But I'm, when I say I did, like, I didn't like construct this in my brain and decide this is what I was going to do. This is just what happened. Yeah. And and it went on way longer than my mind would have liked. And yet the whole time I was in this place, this funk or whatever, I was like that door to my wisdom, like the light was still shining in from that door, or that window the whole time. And, and so I was observing everything that was going on. And I couldn't have put words to this when I was in it because I didn't really see any of this. I was just in it, but it had a different feel to it. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know if it was one day or, you know, I don't know, over the course of a couple days or whatever, there's just something that shifted in me. And it was a, like, I saw how, you know, throughout my life, I've been you know, kind of jerked around by life. Like things are going good. I'm good. Things are going bad. I'm not good. And, and I just really saw how, even though I've been in this conversation for, you know, I don't know what feels like for me a a good amount of time, like that I, you know, I was so attached to this outcome and and I just, I don't know, Amy, something shifted in me and said, like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Like, I don't want my well-being to be this fragile that I can be taken down to where I am by life, you know, by something outside of me. Yeah. And, and again, but that wasn't like something my head made, you know, that didn't come from my mind. I because my mind would have wanted to chew on it forever. <laughs> yeah. It came from somewhere else in me that just said, oh, wow, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be on this roller coaster like this. And, and then I was back, like, I mean, back in the sense that I was like back in life again. Wow. And, and it's had a, it just had a really profound impact on on um, my level of I don't know contentment, well being. It feels more steady. It feels more solid. There's so much. Oh my gosh, so much good stuff in this. So um, first, I mean, just the last thing you said. Well, we'll definitely definitely look at that more. But I love how. It again, and we're talking four, four and a half months after after this initially happened, right? So, and not that time matter. It, it could be four days. It could have taken four years to get here. Who knows? But just just to make that clear, this isn't like an overnight thing, right? But I love how how it just almost has this feel of of oh, this deep disappointment and all that failure stuff that came in and that whole thing you went through feels like it kind of cracked you open to, oh, there's, there's another way. 
you know? And I think that's just such a common theme, obviously, and like so much of what we go through. Oh, maybe there's another way that I wasn't quite seeing or not seeing at this depth before this thing happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it touched something deep in me. And, and I think that, I don't know. I mean, you know, we make, you know, we try to make sense of all this stuff because that's what we do. But um, I think that like part of what needed to happen is I, I don't know, I needed to be in that for the time I was in it. Yeah. You know, like that feels like a crucial part of the cracking. Um, that even though my mind had a, you know, different time period that I should sit with this, it, that time period and the time period that happened were vastly different. Yeah. And yet there was something um, about being in that place, that so familiar place with, with this like light of wisdom showing on it um, that, that, that um, animated this experience of, of, um, you know, my, who I am, my wholeness, my well-being, being contingent on outer things. It's like, that was, that like came alive in me and almost like was big in front of my face for long enough that the illusion of it dissipated the, I don't, that's the only way I can explain it, but there was something, I I just think there's something about the time period. And I say that because I know so many people, including myself, like don't want to be in those places. Mm -hmm. And we, we think we know how long we should be in those places. Yeah. And that's, there's no, you know, there's no uh, strategy here. It's not like, well, here's what you need to do. I mean, some place, some things we go into and we're in it 24 hours and that's enough to see something. But for this particular um, opening, I think there was something about being in it for the time period I was that shifted me. Well, it's so interesting too, how you say, you talk about how your mind was kind of narrating how long it would take and how long it should take. And which again, so familiar, right? So your mind had a whole conversation about, oh, you'll be over it this time and this is okay for now and all that. But at the same time, what you said is what felt different maybe this time around or what was really notable was that you weren't trying to rush your way out of it. So just even that alone is so cool to see how our mind is going to going to try to give a play by play and say how it should go and how long it should take but there that didn't you didn't have to fall into that and take you know and that didn't have to not be there it's like that was there and you were just there in it living it and that's all that's all about like being in this conversation i mean that's all about like knowing that that nothing that I was feeling was permanent, that it was, um, you know, that it was transient and that nothing I was feeling was going to hurt me, that it was, it's just energy. And, and not that I was even thinking those things, but when you're in this conversation long enough, that stuff like is setting deep in within you. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Those truths don't, 
go away, even when you're in hard times. Totally. And and you still feel the hard times in a hard, oh, big, absolutely. serious, deep way. And you also know what you know. <laughs> and like you said, that's perfect. Like not consciously, you're not thinking it, but it's just, it's just how life, it's like, you know, as depressed as I am, are the, is the planet going to spin tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, as depressed as I am, is this going to hurt me? Is this going to move? You know, of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it can't hurt me. Yeah. And, and I was fully in it. <laughs> yeah. Fully yeah. in it. <laughs> it's, it's interesting too. Um, and just cause I think this is so helpful for people to hear who are going through this, how you said in your case, this was something that fell through by no fault of your own at all. So the people that hired you for this position loved you and wanted you. It just fell through for reasons you had no part in. And, and like you said, your mind brought in all those matches, every old failure, every old, you're not good enough, you know, oh. and it's just so good to see that though, because I think you're right. Like before we have the eyes to see it and know that that's what a mind would do, we would believe all that. Oh, I know. I found it fascinating what my mind was bringing up. I found it fascinating that, be, that all of these stories of failure came up. And I mean, and there was part of me that was going, really? Do you really feel like this was a failure on your part? <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet all these feelings you know, of, of, of failing, failure came up. That was just really interesting. And, and it's so, it so speaks to the way this machinery of ours works, you know, and how it, there's no wisdom to it at all. Yeah. It's just that, oh, this is just like this and this and this and this. And pretty soon those, those, um, tapes, I'm dating myself by using that word, you know, come, come up and just play in your head again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a bigger wisdom to how our mind like finds those matches, but in terms of that content, right. It's like, oh, that I got stood up at the prom 40 years ago. <laughs> Why is that memory coming up in my head right now? Nothing to do with it, but it is. It just, it's exactly what you said. It highlights that we just have this smart but not wise machine in there that's just right. playing it out. But it, but it's so cool that to have that experience that of hearing that and seeing that and being surprised by it. I mean, just that right there is so insightful. Like, whoa. You know, and I think even on a smaller scale, we have that often. Like, whoa, where'd that come from? And it's like, we're something a little more like the one saying, whoa, where'd that come from? Not the thought, not the crazy thought. Exactly. Yeah. It was so much like, it, it was, it was like, it was like almost my head spun around going, what? This is what yeah. you're going to chatter about? <laughs> <laughs> did you, um, did you have that experience where like you'd feel, you, you might be thinking about it or notice it was on your mind and feel really bad? Um, and then you'd get distracted from it and then you'd notice your mind kind of go. I always love that one. It's just interesting. You'd notice your mind kind of go, be like, oh, remember the job fell through. You're supposed to be upset right now. <laughs> or is that yeah, just me? Sure. I don't Especially know. <laughs> as, a little, as a little time went by because um, there were, you know, there were a lot of people uh, that were really, you know, happy for me and that knew about this. And so there were a lot of conversations around it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and so, you know, yeah, so somebody would call me especially and, and then it was, you know, I would start talking about it, about what happened. And then pretty soon I was back into it about back into all the feelings around it. And, um, and the, you know, my mind saying, well, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so for sure, as time went on, it was, it was, um, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back in life again. I'm living life. And then, oh yeah, wait, I got this thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that when that happens though, it's such a cool way to see that we feel our thinking because it's so notable sometimes. You can be, you know, just fine. And then an image or a memory pops in and suddenly you have that feeling in your stomach again. And it's, you know, I mean, as much as we might like or dislike that, probably dislike it, it's, if we can see it with some neutrality, it's such a clear way of like, oh, yep, see, my mind went there and now I feel this. Mind went away, now I don't. Yeah. Can you see, um, I guess, like there's, it seems, and I don't want to make this a thing and make it a, here's how we get over things and here's the process. Cause obviously it's, it's a huge and it's like there, it's unique and it's different for all of us in the details and the nuances of it. And I think there's absolutely a, a way things tend to go. Like what you said is very relatable, right? Like you get hit with something, you're in it bad for as much as you're in it, completely kind of lost in it. Then you just start to get little breaks from it. And, you know, and then maybe at the end you see, maybe it, you know, had some purpose. So you have some insights from it. So again, not to even like thingify that that much, but I'm just curious, I guess, moving through this for you over the past four months compared to other things, you know, divorces and other disappointments in life and things, do you see a bit of like a consistent pattern or even what you've seen in your clients and other people? You mean a consistent pattern as far as seeing that the purpose of it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, maybe not even the purpose of it, but just how it goes. Like for someone who's sitting on day one, they just got their big shocking news or disappointment or whatever. Not that they're going to, again, not that they're going to hear it on day one, but to know you're going to move through this. Like the way it feels right now is not the way it's going to feel a month from now and six months from now. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the, and... So what's interesting is you, I don't know, maybe this is a good time for me to bring this up. I mentioned it to you earlier, this trip to Phoenix. Yeah. Um, Because I just got, I I spent some time in Phoenix and I used to live in Phoenix uh, for five years. And I lived there at at a very pivotal time in my life. Um, I had just gotten a divorce. So I was on my own for the first time in many, many years. And I started a business. And... And um, the whole time I was out there, the business was on my mind 24-7. Particularly, I loved the business. I mean, it was an awesome business. I worked with kids and it was very soulful. Um, But, you know, I had a brick and mortar and rent and taxes and employees. And it was at the time that the economy was crowded. It was financially, the whole time I was out there, I was stressed. And yet, I had... And I really saw this when I went back. I had like three really, really dear friends that lived out there and um, very soulful friends. 
And I, I spent so much time with them. I was involved in a women's group. I, I uh, was, I got involved in some Native American things. We used to do women's sweat lodges and I, I'm a huge nature person. So I did a ton of hiking and like, I, I knew these trails and these mountains and I had like this beautiful life when I was out there and I struggled financially the whole time I was out there. And it was on my mind 24 seven. Like I would go to bed with thinking about what I need to do. How do I need to strategize? What more marketing do I need to do? What more money should I invest? I woke up thinking that almost every day. And, and the thing is, I look, I mean, I got through all that. I got through that. I don't, life moved me through all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even though I did a lot when I was out there and I did, I lived life when I was out there, I didn't fully experience my life as much as I was experiencing what was on my mind. And the funny, and, and that the outcome would have been the same either way. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, I mean, the outcome would have been the same either way. So, and it, so all these things that, that you go through, these transitions, these, these things don't turn out the way you want them to, disappointments. Like they're going to play out the way they're going to play out. <laughs> no matter how much you think you have your mind wrapped around it and trying to manage and control it. And for me, I know what I really saw through this whole thing that happened in, in April was that um, I can still go through these difficult experiences and still um, be in my well-being, still be in a good place, and be going through them at the same time. Yeah. So, you, so what you're talking about is your well-being isn't about how you feel. No. No. Yeah. That's what no. I hear of what you're saying. It's like two independent <laughs> things. Yeah. And it isn't about what's happening outside of you, which is probably easier for most people listening to see. Like, yeah, it isn't about what's happening outside of you, but it's also not about what's happening kind of quote unquote inside of you. It's not about whether you're in shock or sad or happy, right? Right. Right. There's just so much, something so much deeper in us that, is alive and well, even when we're going through a difficult time or feeling whatever we're feeling, there's always this, this steadiness in us. And it, and, and that's like, whether you're in a bad time or you're in, you know, a good time, meaning life is going like you want, life isn't going with you. That, that part is steady. Yeah. It's just consistent and steady. It almost sounds like, so, so going through the, the loss of the job and then going back to Phoenix and seeing that, it's almost like each time we see it, it has this feel. Anyway, for me, hearing it from you, it has this feel of like, oh, 
she's just seeing that more and more. And not that it's going to, again, it's, it's not going to prevent future sadness or any future feeling, but that the well-being piece, like the steadiness grows, your faith in it grows. The steadiness is the steadiness, but your, yeah. your knowing of that just feels like every time you can look back on one of these things and see it from those eyes, it, it's like something deepens. It does. It becomes, um, again, we're putting words to something, trying yeah. to put words to something that, you know, I don't know how any of this works, honestly, but it's that, that like my, the, the well-being in me, the, the essence of me becomes bigger than my human experience. Yeah. And I'm not making that happen. It's because it, it's who I am. And it's it just the, mo the more you see that, the more for me, um, these blips that happen where life isn't going the way I want them to, it, the way I want it to, um, sort of become irrelevant. It's, it's, and it shows yeah. you over and over again that we, I mean, this is what my mind says about it is like we get to see over and over that we can live through hard stuff. It's kind of what you're saying, right? Like, like, oh, you know, so hard stuff's going to happen. We're going to experience it as hard, but yeah, but every time we kind of live through it and come out the other side, and we are we are fundamentally untouched by it. I mean, our psychology might be a little touched by it. It was an experience. It's a memory, right? But like the essence of you is untouched by it. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like it, it highlights that in a way. So it hard does. to talk about. I know. <laughs> and, and it's, and I have, you know, it's not like I'm sitting here thinking, um, you know, I'm not going to have anything else happen in my life that's disappointing. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a given. Um, but I, I, I just feel like it's, you know, it's, it's all, it's okay. It's all okay. Whatever, whatever comes my way. And, and, and when it does, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it. However, I deal with it at that time. Yeah. You said earlier, kind of early on in this conversation that you were very involved in this, like meaning, you know, your identity was kind of into like how things were going and all that. So I'm just curious how that, if that has shifted in a broader sense beyond this one thing, you know, if, if that looks different. Yeah, that was, that was huge. Um, be, because what I saw was that uh, a lot of this, um, um, opportunity, this, this, um, career opportunity was, um, there was a lot of me in that, um, meaning that when I, when I fell, um, what I knew was that, um, that I was like, that I was putting my identity, who I was into this, into this thing. And, and, um, I, I saw how, 
how vulnerable that makes me, like how vulnerable that makes um, uh, like having, having who I see myself to be tied to all these outer things, yeah. whether it be titles or positions or, or whatever, that um, that's just a recipe for losing who I really am over and over and over again. And I mean, that was a big part of, of what, um, what was brewing, I guess, inside of me for that period of time was this, this, this kind of question of um, who, who am I? You know, and not again, not that I was not that I was really aware of any of this when it was going on, but that's definitely a lot of what was going on with me. Like, yeah. am I am I my relationship? Am I my position? Am I my jobs? Am I, you know, the coach? Am I a coach? Am I like who am I really? Yeah. And it's none of those things. Like it's you I, I just saw that that. Not, none of those outer things, um, all that stuff could be, could, could not look the way I want it to. And I can, I can still be okay. Yeah. You know, the fact that there was so much of you in there and you had kind of have this sense of how that made it so muddy again, not that it would have been easy otherwise, who knows. Right. But but how, you know, we can feel that, how we get so tangled up into stuff and then the fall is just gigantic and then our brain's bringing in all the other places we failed oh, and, yeah. you know, because we're all right in the middle of that whole picture. But then how it's like, that just gives us this opportunity. Like, like the flip side of that is what you're, what you've, one of the things you've really come away with that, that you, you know, are, or maybe, maybe already are looking back at this and being so grateful that it happened. It's like, wow. Now I see how much, without even knowing it, I was involved in things. My mind wants to put me in the middle of things. And, and the more I can see that my well-being is independent of all of that, the, you know, it just has this, this bigger sense of freedom from it. So it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's like the thing that kind of sucks us in and is so sticky and painful is also the thing that we get to see around. You know, we get to oh, yeah. from that on the other side. Absolutely. Like, I am so grateful. And I, at the time, would have never thought I would have been saying this. I am so grateful for that experience. I really am. I, I, I saw so much through that. And I think when these things happen in our lives that we really don't want to be happening, we wouldn't choose for them to happen, that there, they are opportunities for us to see um, you know, our stickiness to see where we are, um, you know, even though for me, I'll talk personally that, you know, I talk the, I talk about inside out that, yeah, you know, there was a lot of outside in, in that, in that thing that happened. Like there was, I definitely was who I was, was, was contingent on the outside. And so it was an opportunity for me to see that. And 
and see it at a level where um, things shifted, but you know, I didn't, I didn't do the shifting. Yeah. Oh, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for having this and for sharing your experiences. I just think, first of all, I mean, it's just pretty amazing that four months later, after really going deep <laughs> into yeah. some icky stuff for a good portion of time there, you know, again, I don't, I'm always so hesitant to say stuff like this because it sounds like, oh, Terry did it the good way. Look how great this turned out for her. But it's like, it's not that you don't want that position. It's not that you're grateful that you don't have that job or that it fell through. But it's like what you got to see from a major disappointment is beautiful and you're grateful for it and you've learned so much from it. And that's the thing, right? I mean, we can see that in anything, big or little. And I just think that's pretty amazing that in just a few short months, you're already kind of seeing that, you know, this other side of it. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. It's it really speaks to our resilience too. Yeah. How something that at the time feels like the one of the worst things ever yes. can, can turn into one of the best things ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Life. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for being here, Terry. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Amy. Has your life been impacted by this understanding and you want to help others experience the same? If you would love to help people end habits and addiction, find freedom from anxiety, and open up to this incredible way of seeing life, I can teach you how in the Change Coach Training and Certification Program. Check out all the details at dramyjohnson.com slash coach training.